Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here, and I want to welcome you to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us for part two of an amazing interview with Edwin Carrion. Edwin's a respected entrepreneur, a businessman, a deal maker with more than 20 years of successful successful experience in multiple industries. Amen. He has served as chief executive officer, chief financial officer, president and vice president of several significant privately owned companies, and he's helped many, many people just like you to start down the path of financial success by creating your own successful business. And he's here today in the conclusion of this great two-part interview, sharing tips and secrets that can help you overcome the obstacles on your path to success. Amen? If you missed any of part one, I urge you to go back and catch up and listen to it as we don't have time to replay a lot of the great value bombs that Edwin shared in part one. But right now, let's jump back into the interview with Edwin Carrion. What what are the, what's some of your other businesses? Um, so, so that's business number one. Business number two, uh, real estate development. Uh, we buy land. I build high-end luxury homes, and I also build low-income multifamily homes. And to me, when I started, when I first came out of the Marines, to me, that was just a business. I'm building, I'm making money, and it was that because I was focused on the money. But now I realize that, you know, that is a, an amazing and beautiful purpose that I'm accomplishing because everybody's dream and everyone around the world, their dream is to buy their own house, to have their own home, right? To build. And that's what I do. I build dreams. I built, I accomplish the American dream. I built somebody else's dream, whether it's a starter house or whether it's a multi-million dollar house. I'm building somebody else's dream because Amen. when somebody comes in and they buy the house, like, oh my God, this is my dream house. Because it's happened to me when I buy my dream house. And I realize I'm like, you know, this is a blessing that I'm blessing other people by building their dreams, creating their dreams. That's my second business. And that's called my wealth creation vehicle. Mm-hmm. My third business is an investment fund where People that work hard for many years have money sitting there and we use that money and put it to work hard for them and create passive income for them. And we invest that money into the Forex market. So the Forex market is the foreign exchange market where we exchange currencies, one currencies with another one. Uh, We trade the markets, uh, the gold, um, the gold market, you know, the precious metals markets, commodities. And we use that. And we create wealth for other individuals by giving them access to passive income. And to me, that also has been a big blessing because it's a way to help other people out. People that don't have the time, don't have the knowledge, don't have the experience, or or just want to create wealth without having to continue working because they worked so hard for so many years. I give them this amazing opportunity and I create that for them. So that's my passive income vehicle where I also invest my own additional capital into it. Amen. And last but not least, again, it was uh, many, many years ago, God, um, I, I was selling one of my companies and I told God, God, when, when I sell this company, I'm going to give my tithes 
And, and there was a huge amount of that. So please help me sell it fast. And the moment that I said that, within three weeks, God put four offers on my table. Like, that's how amazing it was. Like, And again, the power of asking God for things, it's huge if you really have that belief in it. Yeah. And God delivered. God came through and delivered. And within maybe three months, we sold our company. I gave my tithe like the way that I did. But for some reason, when I gave my tithes to the church, um, I wasn't fulfilled in the fact that I didn't see exactly the impact that it made. Mm. And I'm like, God, why is this? Like, how come I, I don't feel happy? Like, I, you know, I did what you asked me to do. Mm. I did what I promised I was going to do. And I'm not fulfilled. I don't see this. And in a dream, God came to me and told me, it's like, because your dream is not to give money away. That, you know, your goal is to teach people how to become successful because I gave you the dawn of being successful. So I need you to teach people how to become successful. And that's when I really started opening up and becoming a mentor and teaching people and educating people and taking them on the path to success. But at the same time, a lot of mentors never talk about faith and never talk about God. Mm-hmm. And I started talking about that. And I was a little bit, at the beginning, I was a little bit apprehensive about talking about my faith because what are people going to say? But when I started doing it, I started getting so many beautiful messages. Like, you know, it's so amazing that you're successful and you you talk about God. A lot of people don't talk about this. And I realized there was a lack of believers teaching and helping people become successful and understanding that it's okay to have your faith. It's okay to believe in God because for some reason, it's a negative mindset that if we believe in God, we can't be rich, we can't be successful. And that is not the truth. And the Bible tells you that you can be successful. They want you to become successful because the more successful that you are, the more impact that you create on this earth. And if you are a believer or God, you could impact all these people and tell them that because of God, you're able to have abundance in your life. And the Bible tells us that thing, right? If we could have abundance in our lives, you know, if we believe in God. So abundance includes monetary, includes um, all the uh, material things that we want in our lives. And yeah. that abundance, and it's not, and when we start looking at things, at those material things, we realize that those material things is not what gives us happiness, but it creates those memories yeah. for our kids. For example, the, the yacht that I own, is, is, is a material thing. And people say, oh, man, you spend all this money in a yacht. But to me, it's not about that. It's about the experiences and the memories that I'm able to create with my kids. So when I pass away, they're going to remember all those times that we spent together as a family on the yacht. And they're going to, my family is going to remember that we just took a trip to the Bahamas and I took my whole family on a yacht to the Bahamas and we're able to spend time together as a family. And that's a memory that they're always going to remember yeah. because amen. money comes and goes, but memories stay there for a lifetime. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's good. You know, as you're saying, I'm, I'm thinking about like behind me on the wall, I see faith casters and podcasters for Christ because God's blessed me with what I'm doing right now. We went over prior to the recording, uh, you know, I'm helping other Christians start their podcasts. You know, that's the podcasters for Christ aspect of it. And then yes. faith casters is helping them market it, grow it and 
monetize it as that additional yes. source of income, just like you were talking about. Amen. Yes. You know, that's 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 where I specialize in. You know, and praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. I, I was, as you were talking about that, I was like, wow, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Right. Amen. And, and sometimes we don't realize that, right? But God yeah. starts putting yeah. little things in our life for a reason. And then yeah. once we really think about it and we, we just meditate and start thinking about it, why am I doing this? Why is this? And what what is this purpose serve? And everything has a purpose in life. And at the beginning, you know, we think about, you know, this business is going to make me what I want. This business business is going to take me to the top. But then you start realizing why are you getting into that business? And then you realize that it's because God put that in your head and because you have a plan and the plan is following God's path. Amen. Amen. When someone wants to start a business, do they need a lot of money in the bank in order to start a business? I love this question. I get these questions asked a lot. And again, it all depends on the business that you're going to start, right? So you're going to start a car washing company and just go wash cars on the street. Like I started when I was 14 years old. You don't need a lot of money because all you need to buy is a a towel. You need a sponge and you need some soap, right? So you don't need to have a lot of money. But if you're going to start a transportation company, you want to buy your first truck, then it does require a lot of capital. It does require a lot of money. But the question is that you asked me is like, you need to have a lot of money in the bank. And the answer is no, you don't need to have a single penny in the bank because the business requires the money, but it doesn't mean that the one that wants to start the business has to have the money. And I started two of my major companies without capital. So when I left the Marine Corps, I was over $20,000 in debt. I had no money. And I, was able to raise capital to start real estate development. The same thing when I went bankrupt in order to start my second major company in the gold buying business, I had no capital and I was able to raise over $300,000 in order to start that business. I was bankrupt, I didn't have any money. So it's, it's knowing how to deliver and knowing what you need is. And if you're able to deliver, there's an abundance of everything in this earth, like I mentioned a minute ago. So there's a lot of people out there willing to invest in your idea, if you know how to deliver the idea, and if you know that you're going to deliver on what you're preaching, meaning that if you're telling somebody to invest in yourself, you have to deliver that. And that has to be your own number one plan. And you cannot, you cannot deviate from that because you have to make good to yourself and to those right. people that believe in you. Amen. 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 Can you give us some secrets to a successful life and business and how to balance the faith like work balance. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and I like that because that comes from, from a book that I wrote, which is called uh, the nine secrets for a successful life and business through my 43 years of life in this earth. I have come up with a list and I think it's a list of things that I came up with of, you know, just living through life and and, uh, failures and success. And secret number one is faith. And I mentioned this many times throughout our conversation today, is having that faith, having that strong belief and a strong conviction, but not only the faith, because I realized that faith doesn't take us far away, but it's having that relationship with our faith, having that relationship with God, that he will be there for us no matter what. And when times are tough, don't question him. Understand why did it happen? 
Because he doesn't make the bad things in our lives. We make those choices in our lives. He's just there to support us and to help us keep going forward. So that's number one. And uh, plan number two, uh, secret number two is don't have a plan B. A lot of people start a business (laughs) with a plan B, right? So the moment we start with a plan B is like, we're going to fail. If I fail, when I no, and they're like, plan B is this. This is my plan A. I'm going to start this business. And my plan B is that. So meaning that if this doesn't work out, when this doesn't work out, I'm going to go this way. So you already are putting in your head that you're not going to succeed because you have a plan B. And your subconscious mind is pushing you more towards a plan B than the plan A. Why? Because you start believing more and you start putting more effort and more attention into your plan B. So your plan B becomes your plan A. And you end up going that way and then you fail on this side and then you become afraid and you never, ever again try because you are afraid of failure. And that's one of the biggest things that I teach everyone is like, there should be no plan B. There is no plan B. There should be a contingency plan, just like in the Marine Corps and the military, we have contingency plans. But our plan of execution is we're going to do this and we're going to accomplish it. And, right. our, and, and our you know, contingency plan is that if we can go straight the line, we're going to go around it, but we're going to come back to it, meaning that there is no plan B. So that's how we have to treat life. That's how we try to treat business. No plan B. Get rid of your plan Bs if you have any. Throw them out the door and start focusing into plan A, completing and accomplishing that one task. Amen. Yeah. In the cavalry, you know, you're screening the division's flank. <clears throat> and you know the objective of the division is the major objective and yes. everybody's heading that way yeah there may be a <clears throat> counterattack you know you may get probed and the cavalry's job is we're going to maintain this screen line at all costs yes like you said it may you know you may find out that they're mounted that counterattack and they're trying to come around the flank that doesn't mean oh well Let's turn and run. No, <laughs> that's not, that is not a plan B. <laughs> keep going. We keep going, right? And, and what you'll hear on the radio is, you know, Frago one, you know, fragmentation order. They're adapting the order for that yes. contingency that you're talking about. And, yes. and, you know, there may be a code word for, you know, bingo or something like that. But everybody on the radio net knows exactly what that means and now what we're going to be doing. But we're still moving towards that objective you know it's just yes. that you know the enemy has decided to to impede that progress so our job is to take the enemy out and continue the path we didn't say yes. oh you know what let's just pull back and go to hawaii for three weeks you know it's not gonna happen amen praise god yeah, yeah my wife gets tired of me using cavalry analogies all the time but uh you know, hey <laughs> it's ingrained in us right it, it's ingrained in our life we can't get rid of it that's right i'll be out working in the yard or something and, and pulling a stump out you know or whatever and digging it out and she goes it's too hot out here just take a break come back another day it's like Oh, <laughs> I'm coming at it from a this. different angle, but this thing is coming out today. <laughs> not going to beat me. It's not going to beat right. me. I tell her, I said, cavalry wins every time. <laughs> May come at it from a different angle, but this thing is going to lose today. I will not That's be awesome. Praise God. Anyway, yes. <laughs> do you have a favorite Bible verse that, 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 that keeps your face centered on God as you go through your day-to-day and business activities? 
Um, I, I have a bunch of them, uh, and I have a, a lot of Bible verses. And um, but the one that comes to me today that I that I want to share with everybody, especially because we're having such a good time uh, talking to each other, it's uh, Philippians one of four. And, and what it says is, in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. And, and one of the things that I learned in church, and my pastor, I, lo- I love the pastor that we have, is that what does joy stand for? And joy stands for Jesus, others, and you. Mm. Meaning that Amen. Jesus wants every single one of us to be happy, to have joy. And once we have Jesus in our life, once we have God in our life, we're going to have joy. And that joy is the happiness because we're fulfilled. We're content. And by building this amazing, strong relationship with my God, I became a God-made millionaire because when I'm happy, I'm able to bring the happiness to my wife, to my kids, to my employees, to everyone around me, to my businesses. I'm able to bring that joy to everything that I do in my life. And it no longer becomes a burden into the things that I do. So when I have to to spend time with my kids, like, oh, my God, I have to spend time with my kids. Or when I have to go to work, it's like, oh, my God, now I got to go back to work. No, it's, no, I get to go to work. I'm I'm happy to do this. I'm happy to spend time with my family. I'm happy to spend time with my kids. I'm happy to spend time with me. I'm happy that I have that time for myself. Because right now, you and I together, this is my free time. This is my self-time. And this is my business time. And I'm able to, to balance everything in my life mm-hmm. because God gives me the time to balance. A lot of people say, you know, there's not enough time in this, in this world. We have 24 hours. And every time you, you waste one minute out of your life, yeah. that's one minute you're never, never, ever going to get back. Yeah. So Amen. we need to make sure that we enjoy every single moment. And we always have to have joy in our lives. And the moment we start having that joy in our lives, because we're fulfilled spiritually, everything else flourishes. Amen. Amen. You know, I have, I have a busy time. There's about three different facets of this business slash ministry that I operate in every single day. How are you? And it keeps me busy all day, right? But how are you able to handle so many businesses at one time? And it's um, number one. It's uh, doing, uh, I can't remember the word in English, and excuse me, because English is my second language right now. <laughs> but it's uh, it's uh, giving me what's it called? Um, uh, I can't remember the word. My God, I just went blank. What happened to me, Edwin? Uh, no, uh, it's prioritizing the things that are important in my life. It's, it's giving that priority, and it's... Um, when you give someone that distance or that separation, that boundaries, it's putting boundaries. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you, God. It's, it's, it's giving boundaries, putting boundaries in my life. So what I mean by putting boundaries is that understanding what's important in my life. If I focus only on my businesses, my marriage is not going to work. Right. I'm not going to be a good father. And especially being raised without a father, I want to be the best father that I want to be, that I can be. So to me, is what is my priority? So my priority is my, my, my relationship with God, my wife, my kids. That is my number one priority. Everything else comes secondary. So for me, my business is come secondary. So I have to set boundaries. And those boundaries is, okay, if my business is come secondary, how do I separate that and have the balance? Because I want to do all these things and I want to impact in all these ways. How do I separate my personal life versus my business life? 
And by, by setting boundaries, by setting schedules that nine to five, I call it my free time. And nine to five is my free time. I get to do all the things that I personally want to do without my wife, want to do without my kids, without my family. Meaning that if I want to work, I'm going to work. If I want to be on a podcast, I'm going to be on a podcast. If I want to go out and get a haircut, I'm going to go out and get a haircut. If I want to go out on the boat by myself, everyone will network with people is my nine to five. Amen. Now, I could sit. There's times that I come to my office and I sit in my office nine to five the whole day and I don't do a thing of work. Why? Because I become very unproductive. Well, there's moments that I come to my office and I sit and in one hour, I do so many things that I'm like, wow. Like, you know? Yeah. So I realized with time is that you don't have to spend a lot of time in your business. What you have to do is you have to become efficient in your business. Amen. And when you become efficient in your business, you only take care of the things that are important, not urgent. Because we always think this is urgent, this is urgent, this is urgent. But when we put a quadrant into it and we realize important, not important, urgent, not urgent, and we start putting those things around it, we realize that if we take care of the important things, at least one important thing a day, our business is going to move forward a lot faster. And we delegate all that noise away from us Amen. to everybody else. And once we start doing that, we become very productive. But also, like we mentioned at the beginning, as an, as an entrepreneur, as a business owners, we, we, we want to wear all these hats, right? And part of one of my secrets is know your superpower. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So once you know what your superpower is, it's like Superman. He knows what he's good at, right? Yeah. So know your superpower. If you realize what your superpower is in your business, own up to it and do just that. Continue improving on your superpower. Learn everything else. Delegate. So if you're not good at numbers and you have to do bookkeeping in your business every day, learn from it, but you don't really need to become good at it. Because why? Hire somebody to take that time away from you. Yeah. So it gives you that time because if you're good at sales, now you can bring in more clients. So now you focus only in the clients and let everybody else handle that. Amen. And, and that's exactly what I do in my business. I hire people that are smarter than me that are going to do the things that I don't want to do. And that gives me enough time to focus on my superpower and do the things that I do and have that balance in my life. Amen. Amen. You know, in the overall scheme of things and all the different business opportunities that you come across, how, what do you look at to determine the difference between a good deal or a bad deal? Um, a good deal and a bad deal is everything based on my risk tolerance. Mm. So what am I willing to risk and what do I want in returns? So if I want 100% returns on something, I understand that I need to risk a lot more. Because the higher the reward, the higher the risk. So a good deal could be something good for me, but that could be bad for you because your risk tolerance is not as high as mine. So nowadays, because I have gotten to the point where I am financially free, my risk tolerance is extremely high. As long as I don't lose what I need to have, which is my house and a roof for my kids and my wife and money for us to feed each other where everything else is a spendable cash, a spendable money. 
So meaning that I'm able to risk that because my wife gave me an ultimatum when we started at the beginning because she saw how risky I was. She told me that we need the house paid for. We need the kids' college funds paid for. And once that's done, you can do whatever you want. And I made sure I did that. So now I can risk 100% if I want to with her permission and continue that. So it's figuring out what is your risk tolerance and, and, and knowing what your risk tolerance is. Amen. Amen. Now, you're also a podcaster. Tell us about your podcast called My First Investment Property Podcast. Um, that was a podcast that started uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, actually, uh, we haven't done any episodes. I haven't recorded any of that anymore. Okay. But that podcast was learning the stories about young real estate investors and understanding the struggles that we go through. But w- one of the things that that taught me was that we are all interconnected in one way or another. And, and in life, we're the same way. So just like a lot of a lot of the people, ninety percent, I will say, of ninety nine percent of the people listening to your podcast are believers in Christ. There's a few of them that are new to Christ and new to God, and you know they're skeptical about it. But the more they listen to it, the more they become. So we're connected in that way because we want something. We're missing something in our life that we want, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why they're listening to this podcast. And once they they understand that God is going to give us whatever all the desires of our heart, then they jump full on board. So it's the same thing. We're all interconnected because I'm an immigrant and there's a lot of immigrants in this world. I was raised by a single parent and I'm sure there's a lot of people that were raised by single parents. I don't come from money and I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't come from money. But since we're all connected, we could all be as successful as God made me to be. And it's because of the power of God, meaning that if we change our mindset, if we truly believe that we could live our best life, we could all have the life that we desire. Amen. Amen. Edwin, this is all so fascinating. If if someone listening to us right now would like to reach out to you, ask a question, receive more information, how can they do that? How can they get in touch with you? Yes, the, the best way to, to reach out and get in touch with me is on my social media channels. Uh, follow me at Edwin Carrion 78 and 78 is my favorite number because that's the year I was born. So Edwin Carrion 78. Hey Amen. That's on all social media channels? Social media, yes. Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Okay. Amen. 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 I'll put links that down in the show notes. What's your website address again? Uh, edwincarrion.com. Amen. And I'm sure there's a contact page on there as well, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Amen. Amen. Folks. As you heard, Edwin is the real deal. I mean, I love interviewing patriots who've served this nation with honor and distinction and, and then use the discipline and self-drive to become successful in private life and, and just be a blessing to others at the same time. Edwin Carrion is just such a man. I know you'll benefit greatly by getting in touch with him, enrolling in one or more of his mentoring programs, and who knows? I may be interviewing you in a year or so and get you to share your successes with us and, and motivate others to do the same. Just use the links down below to get in touch with Edwin Carrion right now. Edwin, I want to thank you for your time today. Oh, man, it's been a great time. I know you blessed me. I believe our listeners are blessed and and inspired as well. Thank you, brother. Well, thank you for having me. And I appreciate everyone for listening and being part of this podcast. Hey, man, let me ask you about your book real quick. Is it available on Amazon? Uh, It's not available on Amazon yet, but it's available in my website for free. Okay. to everyone that wants to grab a copy of it. Amen. So 
there you go, folks. Go to the website, grab the the book as well. Hallelujah. All right. That's all the time we have for today. For Edwin Carey and myself, let's pass the Bible reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.